to have a balance of, of looking at the price as we're saying we're going to be with Jesus for all time. That's the price because he has bought us. But we also have this whole process. So we have to embrace the process and, and see God in it as he molds us, as he changes us, as he has things for us to do here. So yes, the eye on the price, but enjoying the process as we go there. Because I think if we, if we don't do that, then maybe we should ask, what are we doing on the way there? I can just confess that at least for 20, 25 kilometers has the, had the notion, I hate this. I'll never do this again. I just want this to end. And I just don't, we don't want to live our lives like that. Because I think there's a lot more at stake of our holiness, our sanctification, and the fruit that, and the fruit that we can produce. The fruit that abiding in, I'm all off script, let's see how it goes. Um, uh, that abiding in Jesus will have the fruit come out. That's the next point, the fruit point. That's the next point. Uh, that made more sense than what I'm saying right now. Um, okay, I'll just go. Okay, so walking in a manner worthy, bearing fruit, increasing, is, is by increasing our knowledge in God. So uh, I've heard other people say, because I grew up in the suburbs and don't know anything about plant things, that, that, a, that, a, that fruit, uh, Joseph should be here, he has more stuff like but that a plant produces fruit because it's a plant, not because it's told to. So, so when we are abiding in Jesus, rooted in Jesus, walking with him, we will produce fruit. So when all the right conditions are there for a plant, it will grow and create tomatoes or something. It doesn't try to, it just does. That's, that's what it is. That's the picture of us abiding in Jesus. Then he will, he will, by the power of the Holy Spirit and having the right nutrients, understanding of the different things about being molded, then fruit will come. You say, what fruits do I have? Pears, apples? No, not, not like that. It's not that. It's the works of the Holy Spirit that changes us inside. And you look at your life and see what fruit is there. And I already said it's not bananas and all those things. It's these fruits. How's your joy? How much do you love? How patient are you? How much peace do you have? How much kindness do you have? How much goodness do you have? How much faithfulness do you have? How much gentleness, self-control? And you can't pick one. It's all of them. That's the fruit of the Spirit. And, and if we abide in Jesus, those will over time grow. And that's what they're praying for. That's what the wisdom is all about. It's not wisdom for wisdom's sake. It's, it's wisdom so they would see who God is and they would abide in Jesus and that they would produce these fruits calls and the prayers for us as well, the same whatever knowledge we get of God 
that is transformed into us, our understanding of who God is and that we will bear fruit. And you may be looking at your life and saying, whew, man, I don't know. Man, I don't see much love in myself. I mean, I don't have much joy. I don't have much patience. And I'm like really mean to people most of the time. And I'm really not faithful. And I have not lack much self-control. That's maybe not a bad thing. I think it's okay to be disappointed and want more. It's okay to want more of who Jesus is. It's okay to want more and want to spare more fruit. I think that's actually a sign that you want to follow Jesus and produce these fruits and abide in him. Problem is, if you don't care, that's a warning. If you don't care. Then the question is, have you been changed at all? Do you love Jesus and hate sin? There should be some fruit from the life, from the day you gave your life to Jesus. There should be some fruit, even if it's just very small. There should be some. But if there's none, and you have no desire to bear fruit, you would have to look at the cross and the gospel again and just ask yourself, do I have that hope of Christ that Myers talked about last time? Have somebody else tell you the gospel again. And do I love Jesus? Do I hate my sin? And do I want to follow God? Did you decide to live for Jesus? I hope you do. And if you do, pray that other people will have their fruits. And that we would work, that we would walk in a manner worthy. That we would exude to the world these fruits of love, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. But you might say, what, how is that possible? I know myself. I mean, I have failed. I fail at this daily. Yes, that's why you need Jesus daily. And that's why the next part of the prayer is the prayer for strength. They want to, they're praying for strength for the Colossians. Strength with all power. Not our, not our power, but the power of God. The power of the glorious and mighty God who has all power. Why do we need power? Because exactly of all times we know we failed. We know we don't do this in our own strength. We have impossible commands. God calls us to love the Lord with God, your heart, your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And we're like, I don't even like my neighbor. So it has to be our understanding of God that changes this. So we have wisdom to see the Lord's will 
how much we've been loved so we can love, how much that creates joy, how much that creates peace, how much we are willing to forego, how much we're willing to show kindness because God showed us kindness, how faithful God is, how gentle God is, and how much self-control Jesus has. So we do need strength. We do need endurance. And we do need patience because if you live just a few days in this life, I mean, just walking down the street, you need all those things. How many times have you heard somebody yell at somebody else? <laughs> what are you doing? Driving that way? Or, or just like <laughs> seeing like a bicycle being like that car, like, oh, man. Like we need this all the time. Like you walk, just walk 10 minutes, you like see people get angry, frustrated, and be like, what is this guy? <laughs> we need this so much in this life. Strength, endurance, patience. Because in this life, we will just have many hard days. We will be wrong many times. We were wrong, people. Many bad things happen in the world all the time. We're grieved right now for people getting killed for their faith in Afghanistan. Churches being wiped out because they love Jesus. Those things are not right. So we need strength, power, patience, and endurance. And only supernaturally in Christ can we have joy while we do that. How can we have ever-increasing joy if, like Paul, you get beaten, shipwrecked, slandered? So we need strength, endurance, and patience when these things happen. And what is the greatest reason to give thanks to God in all circumstances? That's the last part. I messed up these slides so bad, but let's see if we can get there. Well, this is one of, this is the reason. God qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. We talked about it because it was, what does it mean to qualify? Qualify for a test, to get into university, you qualify for a job. It's a striving, it's giving your best, it's giving you all so that you will qualify. In this, we cannot qualify. We cannot qualify. But God has qualified us in Christ to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. This is a contract of the darkness that we were transferred from the kingdom of darkness into the glorious kingdom of light in Christ Jesus. So God, God qualified us when we had no chance of being qualified. Took us from darkness. Let me just read it, actually. Actually. 
He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transformed us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sin. So God qualified us to share in this inheritance as he, as he took us out of darkness and poured us and, he, and put us into the light of Jesus' kingdom. He delivered us out from darkness and into Christ's kingdom and in Christ on the cross in his resurrection. We have redemption and the forgiveness of sin. That is why the saints today, the faithful ones, and Paul at that time can say, I rejoice in all circumstances, not because I'm amazing, but because, God, you are, and you qualify me, although I was a persecutor of your church. I'm now a son for the same as us, if we were in total rebellion against God, drags us out of darkness, transforms us into the kingdom of his beloved son. We have redemption and the forgiveness in him. That's where the joy comes from. That's what they're praying from the beginning. Wisdom, insight to understand that part. The Christ, our Lord, Savior, rescue, deliverer, that he has saved us, the Lord of all glory. That's the end. No, so just a point. Are you part of a we? Who are you praying for? Who's praying for you? Do you long to know God better and why? Are you bearing fruit? Do you hate sin? Or do you try to manage it? You cannot manage your sin. You have to hate it and kill it. How much, what does it look like in your life? Lord, joy, Love, joy, patience, peace. Galatians 5, 5, 22 and 23. What does that look like? Is it progressing? Not perfection. Is it progressing? Are you qualified? Have you accepted Jesus' qualification? Do you know Jesus as your person, Lord and Savior? You're invited. You're invited by Jesus. He's qualified you to this mission to share who He is with other people. Share, to invite you in to pray for other people to know this better. And so this time, if you don't know, it's a time to ask God hey, what is this weird guy in the shirt up there saying? Can you show me who you are? Let me believe who you are. And we pray that the Holy Spirit would open up your heart and mind to see who Jesus is. And then as we know, for us who know, this is the time where we praise. We praise the Lord because he's amazing. He's given us such good news that when we were totally disqualified, he'd qualified us. And we can honor Jesus, the Lord and Savior, by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit, and we can see the price, the glory of Christ, and us with him for all time, and he will walk with us until we get there. And next time we will see how this section creates a burst out of praise and song, and I hope it has done that to you and your hearts as well. I do, pry, I do as I always say, I, I try to
to be an encouragement to the people who need encouragement. I try to be a foot to hit you in the behind if that's what you need. We can also call that support and challenge. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's pray together. Almighty Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for this text. Thank you for the heart of prayer that Paul and Timothy and the P team there had for the Colossians. Lord, I pray you will help us. Help us by your grace and your mercy to know you better. Not for our own sake, but for the sake that we can walk in a manner worthy to you. Showing that we know that you have loved us. Lord, help us, and each one who feels condemned by this sermon, help us that this is not perfection. This is progress. Progression, it's called. Lord, help us to see the fruit that you have done. Lord, we ask that you multiply that fruit. Lord, I hope that each person is a part of a we, where you're the center, where we encourage one another to be strengthened endure, so we can endure. Lord, I pray that you're filling our hearts and minds with all knowledge of who you are so we might be able to walk in your power. Help us to abide in you so we can produce the fruits that you set us here to do and to walk in the good works that you have for us. And Lord, I pray that you would do help us to do that with great joy and anticipation that you are near and that you are doing work in and through us. May you bless each of us to be a blessing to the people around us. We thank you and praise your name. Amen. Amen. So you may stand up and we'll have the benediction. And uh, just before you, uh, before I do this, so you don't run out the door with me running after you, telling you to come back. Please don't run away. Uh, we do have food, and you can come, and uh, I can say hello to you, and you can say hello to the other people and stuff like that. Um, so that's part of being the we, and we can. It's hard to be the we if we have no idea who you are. So, um, yeah. <clears throat> May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the whole power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Amen. Have a fantastic week and I'll see you in there.